there's a couple of times where there's silence and you can just hear me crinkling and I can hear it and I know everyone can hear it. Do you know how many how many erections that's going to launch? Welcome to Love in Brief, a brief ABDL advice podcast focused on issues of love. Love for yourself. Of course. Love for others. Well, yeah. Love for your community. Always. Love for your Pets? Puppers. I know. It always goes to the dogs. Um, it is 750 milliliters of 150 proof love. I Ooh. am one of your hosts, Resonant. Yes. And I'm the other one, Road Not Taken. You can always tell by the intro because I'm not that clever what's in the room with me. <laughs> so you can you put that one together yourself. Um, so we are in the middle of a series on... Gatorade. <laughs> sort of. We're in the middle of a series on makers in the ABDL community, and specifically uh, folks who have decided that the, one of the ways that they want to get involved and get to know people and contribute to the community is by making something, by creating something. And one of the reasons that we've been so excited to do this is because it's an advice podcast, and you wouldn't believe what percentage of the questions that we get basically amount to hey, I'm a good person. I've been, you know, thinking about this for years. I've been maybe hesitant to get involved, but I finally decided I'm ready to turn the corner and get involved. And I have no idea how to do that. How do I get involved? I mean, it's got to be one out of five questions we get or it, more. Yeah, at least. As, and, I'm sorry. Can I tell you why I've been so excited about this week? Yeah. Because I've been wanting to say we've got Mako the Maker. <laughs> oh, that works really well. I was trying to tell... Somebody, we had the makeover, like, and it didn't like work. Like Spanko the Spanker. Yeah. Yeah. Mako the Maker. That's me. So, <laughs> Spanko the Spanker sounds like a very dirty clown, and I don't hate him. Gross. <laughs> so, yeah, the voice you're about to hear is a voice that you're probably pretty familiar with, either because uh, this is our friend who has been on the podcast with us several times before. Or because this is the podcast that started all ABDL podcasts, Mako and Spacey worked together to create a podcast that introduced us to the concept of an ABDL podcast called The Big Little Podcast. So uh, without any further ado, Mako, welcome back to Love and Breathe. Oh, thanks, you guys. <laughs> We're happy to have you. Mako, tell us a little bit about your love. Uh, my love is for my ability to manifest new things in the world. Ooh, that's perfect for today. Yeah, that really works well. It's almost like it was uh, thought of before. I don't know. But, <laughs> maybe a little bit. But maybe it works perfectly. So you have manifested several things. We talked uh, in this episode and in previous episodes about the Big Little Podcast. And uh, I, we're not going to be focused on that today because you have another thing that you're making in addition to the other things you've made. But um, but I do want to note that while I was preparing for this week's interview, that I wanted to go back and see... Um, what are the other what are the the other episodes that you've been in? I was just scrolling through, and there was this little button in Apple Podcasts that said "Listeners also subscribe to." So I was scrolling through Love and Brief's catalog of seventy five previous episodes plus bonuses. Uh, that was just a plug to go back and listen. Um, and <laughs> it's quarantine, guys. It's quarantine. You got time. And there's this button called "Listeners also subscribe to." And, of course, The Big Little Podcast was right there. But just think of this. Let me read these off. The Big Little Podcast, The Crinkle Cast, Dream a Little, Just Another ABDL Podcast, The Diapered Life, The Diaper Tapes, The DK Project, The Usual Bet, In My Little Space, The Padded Agent, The Candy Kingdom, Taped Up, an ABDL Podcast. It goes on and on. There are at least 
12, 13 other ABDL podcasts in addition to the one that you're listening to now. When you first started the Big Little Podcast and there was literally nothing, as far as I know, is that right? There was no, no other ABDL podcast that you know of that had existed until that time. Yeah, that would be zilch. Zero. Zilch. zilch. And it was that way for years. Yeah, yeah. I, I have a theory about why, too. Um it, because it's terrifying a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It must have been. <laughs> All the time when I teach, right, or or, or at munches, uh, when I meet people in general, and it has to do with, like, people's top three fears, right? Um, the people's uh, number three fear is death. Uh, number three, Mike. Number three. Right. Number two is going to the dentist. Wow. I can definitely identify with You'd that. You'd rather, most people would rather die. Right, right. Num- yeah. Number one is public speaking, right? Yeah. And the public speaking about diapers, people would rather go to the dentist and die in the chair. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I got to say, by the time we decided to start this one, it, w- it wasn't so scary because you had already done it. For episodes and episodes and episodes and episodes for years. I mean, I remember when I first, at the age of 30, when I first said, I'm going to explore what this part of me is that's been there since I had memories, I went in search. I found the Big Little Podcast. I remember being in the weight room, like grinning to myself because nobody knew what was going on in my ears. And I had you and Spacey and your guests talking about things that were just so naughty. And and because we had that... We, I don't think I faced the fear that you did. I think you, you guys did something brand new. Yeah, you guys were the first to walk on the moon. Like we didn't have to wonder whether or not we'd be able yeah. to breathe because we knew that we could. Exactly because of you guys. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, honestly, kind of how that started for for Spacey and I is that you know he's my polyamorous partner. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, this is a confusing thing to explain to people. Uh, he's not my boyfriend, but we are like intimate partners. I call him brother, but we're not biologically brothers. Um, so like, we're not gonna make like you know four-headed you know babies with horns or anything. I mean, we're both. <laughs> oh, why not? Well, that, that would be cool, right? And we're both guys anyway. So how would that even work? Um, but you know, he lives in Atlanta, and I live here in you know eat chicken with a pitchfork, Virginia, and so like we wanted something that would give us the ability to do something meaningful and be able to spend time with each other, you know, like kind of create a virtual space in which that we, you know, could occupy it and be busy with with each other. And mm. that's why it like started kind of as a goof. Um, and it just got real serious real fast. Yeah. What an excellent goof. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so cool to see, and I know we're going to do another episode on this, um, but to see what happens when people sort of light out for new trails and may not, recognize the impact that they've had. Even things like the early newsletters or the early munches where people would drive for hours and hours just to have a munch, right? Like the the, the sort of proto-forms of community building that now we take for granted. Most of us don't even know about, but sure. but, but we wouldn't be here if it weren't for them. And so I, I just was stunned in my little moment of research to discover this like dozen plus Podcasts that we are proud to be among. It's so exciting. Yeah, yeah. They're like all your little babies. I want to. Oh, that makes my heart 
like better pat a little. Um, <laughs> I, I want to say something about that too. So the other day, I was listening to you guys on Spotify, and I was listening to your two-parter on uh, on aging. You know that Misty and Zorro were on. Yeah. And, and I was just like, wow, this is so damn good. Like, which like that's not a surprise. I've said before, like you guys are like the caviar of diaper podcasts. You're great. Oh, thanks. Aww, we're little fishy eggs. We're little fishy eggs. I, I mean, I got the whole ocean thing going, so it's big for me. Yeah. But no, I, I'm. I feel very uh, 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 profound respect, admiration, and frankly relief uh, that you guys are doing this thing, right? Because uh, you know the podcast, the big little podcast. I mean, like we haven't recorded in a while. Um, mm. The the pandemic has made that hard, um, and I we want to do it again, but we don't know when we will. Um, we keep having a bit of like failure to launch about it. Um, we'll, we'll get back there, but like we're busy um, and we have obstacles. So it's really yeah. nice to know that like quality uh, liquid has filled the, the glass we emptied for a while. I was sure you're going to say diaper. I was sure of it. Uh- yeah, I'm thinking like those blue pads in the commercial. <laughs> Quality blue. I liquid. was just thinking about that too. <laughs> now I now I'm picturing caviar in a diaper, and I'm real grossed out. Oh, don't do this! <laughs> don't do this! That's really gross. <laughs> well, I mean, and, and it is neat to see the the lineage and to say not only is is you know, thank you for your kind words. Is, is quality podcasting continuing? But it's continuing as sort of a function of what you started. And so in some ways you are still making podcasts, right? Like you're still influencing all of these other podcasters. So I, I promise I won't, I won't pat that padded butt too much more, but I am just, I'm always excited to see these things. And it's a great transition to uh, a new project that you're working on. You've been working on for some time and we've been lucky enough to sort of beta test with you, but would you tell us about what you're making now? Yes. Okay. So what it is, is it's an app, uh, a responsively designed web app uh, designed for people in discipline-based relationships, a kind of behavior chart in the cloud uh, called WeMinder, like uh, mm-hmm. like Reminder, but with a W instead of an R. Um, and the idea, uh, it's actually something that I've wanted to manifest, to be a thing in the world for, no joke, 20 years. Mm. Um, I remember... Uh, back in the day, which was Wednesday. No, it wasn't. Um, <laughs> uh, we, my, my, my first wife and I, we were hosting this event, uh, a kind of summer camp event at this old BDSM bed and breakfast out in West Virginia called the DN that's not around anymore. Um, but our event was called Camp Wet by the Lake. And oh, that's fun. It was super cute. Um, and we did it for like three, four years. And in 2001, I want to say it was. I remember I was sitting with a friend of ours, this mommy. Um, she and her baby were at the camp out, and she was sort of lamenting to me how problematic it is to keep their power exchange dynamic going in the real world, right? Like, that he he was kind of willful and, and headstrong, and she really needed to, like, get on top of that and regularly spank and otherwise punish and discipline him, but that, you know, when they were not at a kinky camping event in the mountains of West Virginia, when they were back home at their, like, regular home, they lived with other relatives, they were children in the house, and it was, like, challenging to keep that going. You know, he would, 
you know, say something disrespectful on Monday and she'd say, well, when I have privacy on Wednesday, you're getting your ass beat. <laughs> and like then Friday would come and they'd look at each yeah. other and go, what happened? Right. Boy, can you identify or what aren't you? I feel like so many of us can identify with that. I know that we can for sure. Yeah. We've got a kid in the house. We've got two other friends who live with us. It doesn't lend itself to taking immediate action. No, and especially if, I mean, if we're in a situation where we're around Nilla's and I say something sort of like super sassy pants, you can't be like, uh-uh. He's just like, ha, ah, that's so funny. And then he looks at me like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, we, I mean, we've had this exact conversation a million times. Oh, absolutely. Like, that's rem- remember how Remember how hot and, and moving this concept of the dynamic is? Yes, it is a great concept, but like how the hell... Do we do it? Do you do it day after day after day? Right. It's challenging. And it there's a lot of real world stuff that gets in the way. But there's also even just like personality issues that get in the way. Um, you know, uh, it can be really tough to say to your partner, wow, I haven't been diapered in a while. Could you please make me wear one? Like if you say it out loud, you're like, well, I just fucked that up. Right. Yeah. Um, or. It's equally hard for a partner to say, listen, I love doing this stuff with you. I love spanking you. I love holding you down and sitting on your face, making you smell my butt. That's all great. But I'm exhausted from my job and I don't want to hurt your feelings, but I don't have it tonight. Yeah, that's very hard to have that conversation. Right. Um, WeMinder is designed to help with both of those problems and and some other ones, too. Um, So, yeah. So so 20 years. Right. Uh, So I, I have this idea. And I I say to my friend, I think I can help you out. And I remember, I I actually, it's really funny. I have this this chat log that I had with her. Like, we we talked about it at the event. And then after we went home, I messaged her on AOL Instant Messenger. Yeah, 20 years ago, folks. Wow. Right? Did you have to use one of the CDs from from the grocery store? (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, Mm -hmm. No, although I heard a a, a related joke the other day, which is I lost my pizza cutter. So when my pizza came out of the oven, I used a Brian Adams CD, and that worked fine because it cut like a knife. Um, Sorry. Um, Terrible. (laughs) You see, R&T, Brian Adams was a musician. Never mind. Never mind. We're old. Do you guys all want to feel old? I heard a woman say the other day that the, the children now call the years we were born the late 1900s. Oh, Doesn't that upset you? Yeah. It upsets me. Yeah, that hurts. Wow. It makes me feel like I need to, like, don a cameo in a ruffled uh, collar. Oh, my. Oh, know, my. Yes. Like a Victorian. Anyway. You can go just sit in one of the windows of your mini gabled house. <laughs> so, but Bullworthy, bring me my slippers. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's 20 years ago. You have a chat log of you on AOL. Right. And, and, I, and, and I'm talking to her about this thing. Right. And I said, I, I think I can help you out. Let me see what I can build. And I start. Okay. But there were obstacles that stopped me, okay? And some of them were technical. They're things I needed. I needed smartphones. I needed a certain flavor of JavaScript. I needed uh, responsive web tech, um, like like um, frameworks like Bootstrap, although I don't use that. Um, there, the, like the tech I needed just didn't exist yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but part of it really also was that I had to emotionally mature to understand what it was that I was really trying to solve, what the problems were. Um, Because 
there's a thing, a trap that people fall into all the time. I know because I used to fall into this trap of thinking that these exchanges are transactional, right? Like if you do misbehavior 27B, which is this level of naughty, then you get punishment 13A, which is this level of correcting. Mm. That's kind of bullshit and toxic because what it does is it objectifies in a bad way both people and it turns your dynamic into like some like diaper orgasm powered video game. And uh, that's wrong. Yeah. I like that. It, 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 that's, that's not the thing. Like the thing that I came to realize is that what needed to be built and what I have built is is more akin to like if you imagine your power exchange as a bicycle, WeMinder is like an electric motor for that bicycle. Um, you still have to ride it. You still have to learn how to ride it, balance on it, grab the handlebars, pedal. But I help you do it with consistency and vigor. Mm. You know, what, what WeMinder does is it shores up the weak spots so that you don't forget things and it makes you do things in a more consistent manner. Um, I'm facilitating and encouraging communication is really what I'm doing. Yeah. And it sounds like you're doing it sort of in sync with sort of natural behaviors that yes you're you're be, you're being aware that there is the idea of kink and then there is the practice of kink and these are two different things. Exactly. Okay. So like the core the core of WeMinder is the the behavior chart itself. And the chart has a 180-degree radial gauge, kind of like the fuel gauge or speedometer in your car. Mm. Um, and there's this needle, and the needle points straight up. There's a red area, a green area, and a blue area in the middle. And blue in the middle, that's when your behavior is okay. And as you do good things, the needle might move to good, very good, or excellent. As you do not-so-good things, it could go to naughty, very naughty, or unacceptable, Ooh. right? And what makes the needle move back and forth is a combination of things. Uh, there's the the bottom, the little, being able to write down their good behaviors and their misbehaviors, and then the top scores those behaviors, and they can also enter them, um, and rates them. So, you know... Context matters, right? Like, um, I didn't wear a diaper to bed because you know, you're an idiot and I hate you. Um, that's one kind of naughty. Versus I didn't wear a diaper to bed because we ran out and I forgot to order them. That's a different kind of naughty, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't clean the kitchen because I was busy looking at porn on the Internet is one kind of behavior. Versus I didn't clean up the kitchen because I got into a car accident and I'm in the ER is a different level of behavior, but both of those two examples are totally acceptable in my book. I'm just saying, if you were watching porn, more power to you. Don't worry about the kitchen. You don't. Is that? Can you write that down? <laughs> no, but I, yeah, but I, I do. I love this. That um, so one of the things that we struggled with is if I am in a, a top role and or a dominant role, and I have to do all of the manual labor of observing and tracking you, I will not do it because I, I physically can't. I have a job and stuff. So, so I'm not there to be like, oh, I saw you put your book down. Oh, I saw you walk over there without a diaper on. Like, I need, I need my partner's buy-in in this tracking process, but I also need it, at least in our dynamic, I need the final say on what it means. Right, 
right? Well, yeah. and, and that's that's exactly the point. Um, it, you know, there's a thing that I've said for years to people in this community. Like, you might be an adult baby, but the first part of that formula is you're an adult, mm-hmm. right? You have to take agency and responsibility for what you're doing. Yeah. You know, it's it's interesting. As I started building WeMinder, so my wife, Missy, and I, we've been together for a long time, okay? Uh, uh, in a, one kind of relationship or another for 16 years, married for almost 14. And this thing changed uh, in, b- between us right around the time I started building WeMinder in earnest, uh, which is we moved into a more almost MS-like uh, relationship where I'm her property, uh, I belong to her, and she owns my entire body and all my time, 24 hours a day. Um, and to clarify, that's master-slave correct. relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, it sort of happened by accident. Um, I, I have these cats. I love them. They're um, 16 years old. I got them just before Missy and I got together. And mm-hmm. I am largely the guy who is responsible for their care. I feed them. I change their litter. I take them to the vet. You know, whatever needs to be done for them, I do it. And I'll say 85, 90% of the time, I'm really on top of that stuff. But about 10% of the time, I'm jank at it and I phone it in. And I started to feel really bad about it. I'm like, you know, these cats are like basically retired uh, from like their cat job. They need like a good quality, you know, like retirement. And for them to have to have like a like a cruddy litter box or you know, have to be hungry because I forgot to buy cat food and need to go to the store early in the morning to get it like (laughs) terrible and shameful. And I'm, I don't want to do that anymore. So I said to her, I said, honey, can you give me, help me with this? Give me real accountability. Mm -hmm. And she Mm -hmm. thought about it. She said, you know, honey, you're completely right. Let's go upstairs. I'm going to spank the shit out of you. Mm. Um, And she did. Uh, It was bad. Right. And then she did this thing like we kind of did it together organically um, where she made new, these new rules for me, like that when I would come home from work, this is before the pandemic, um, I had 15 minutes to like get a snack or whatever. And then I needed to go upstairs and put on a diaper and put on my pajamas and do my chores. And chores was really just scoop the damn litter box. Mm-hmm. But that's only how it started. It kind of like grew from there um, into all sorts of things. And one of the things that connected for me this truth that I've come to understand is that when you try to live this dynamic, like wholeheartedly, um, it's almost as if you and your partner are doing this like kind of piece of performance art that you can hear this piece of music that only the two of you can hear. And you're always dancing to it all the time. But like sometimes you get to dance like really like openly and crazy. And sometimes you have to just like tap your foot a little bit because you're like you're having dinner with like, you know, your five conservative relatives or whatever, Um, (laughs) you know, but like it's it's on if you opt into it. And so mm. like that kind of informs WeMinder. It's I'm helping you to opt into it to whatever degree you can at the moment. Yeah. I like that. I think one thing I can really identify with is the, um, the accountability thing. I, I have a big thing about being seen and being known and having my partner see what I'm doing and call it out for me because it's just, it gives me such life, even if it's something awful. Like I saw you throw that broccoli in the trash can and I'm like, Oh, you saw that? Like it's just, and it's a nice thing to be able to express it for yourself and present it to your partner through this 
app, it's it's almost like um, I don't know. It's just it helps both parties feel more seen and more connected. I think. So how do when I think of one partner, in this case, we'll say the person in the bottom role, inputting their behaviors. Does that does that still? I'm wondering for you, RNT. Does that still feel as if you've been seen if you input a behavior? Let's say I'm out of town or I'm traveling. You notice yourself doing something. I think it does if I know that you care about it. Okay. If I have to say, um, if I had to say, like Mako did, this is something I need help with, and then I had to create the consequence, and then I had to remind you of the consequence, then I would not feel seen. But if you were like, okay, okay I get that. Also, this is what we're going to do about it. And then if I reported it, I'd be like, remember how we talked about it, and you know this about me already, and this is what we're going to do about and I'm it? behind it, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's better. That's better. That's helpful to know. So there's a there's a factor in effect here, uh, something I like to call the Facebook birthday effect, right? So, you know, if Facebook tells me that it's RNT's birthday, you know, and I, I I hear about it, and then I message you, and I'm like, hey, happy birthday! Here's like you know an ABU gift certificate. Um, happy birthday! Have a good day. Like, if you get that message, you feel good. You don't know whether it was uh, that I remembered on my own or whether mm. Facebook told me. And yeah. even if you knew, you probably wouldn't really give a shit, right? No, you're absolutely right. Yeah. So, like, that's part of the thing, okay? One of the things that WeMinder does is let's say that RNT does put a behavior in and then that RY is busy at some business meeting or whatever. Um, there's a feature in there that if a behavior sits unscored for more than a certain amount of time, you'll get a text message that'll say, hey, there's stuff in there. You better get on it. It's a wee minder reminder. <laughs> right. Right. It's a wee minder wee minder. <laughs> <laughs> Love you both so much right now. <laughs> it's so cute to say. I just keep saying it. I like, know. don't forget to remind me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's really cute. So, so someone early in the beta testing wanted me to put a feature in to track diaper usage and wanted me to call that P minder. And I said, I would, yes. not, I would not do that. You could just call it wee minder with two just E's. Just two E's. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. that. This was also suggested to me. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, we've, we've talked over all yeah, of it. You're not yeah. the first. <laughs> I do think that's really meaningful, though, because if I set, again, we'll just use me as top as an example. If, if I set on purpose this notification function, I'm essentially saying I'm, I'm, I'm opting into the dance that you're referring to, right? I didn't, I didn't have to get the text. I chose to get the text because I actually want to be a part of this and I want to play along. Right. Because there, there's a there's a key factor there, right? There's this thing that I, I've said for forever about these interactions, which is that I think that age play um, actually has very little to do with age at all. I think that what, what we're really doing is we're exchanging, sensualizing and sexualizing the need for vulnerability, the need for yes. someone to be vulnerable to you, the need for you to be vulnerable to somebody else, right? Yes. I, so, yes. So, so which is worse, right, to, like, misbehave and get the crap smacked out of you or to misbehave and have it not matter at all and be ignored and be a non-event? That is way, way, way worse. Way worse. Right. It's, like, toxic and brain and heart eating. It's terrible. You know, I just this morning was listening to NPR, and there was a social psychologist on there who said, if you— they were using an example, of course, but they said, if you want to drive a dog crazy, you set rules, change them, and enforce them sporadically. And the reference that the social psycholo 
Right. The, the reference that the social psychologist was making was actually about people, he, uh, trying to, to reference to what happens to people. And that the implication was if you set a bunch of parameters with somebody else, you know, in total transparency, and then you constantly switch or sporadically enforce them, that it's actually crazy making. And when somebody has handed you that part of themselves that requires or even just really wants uh, those types of boundaries, even if you have the best intentions, but you can't keep up with it, it is crazy making. And I know because I've done it. So I was going to say, but through no fault of your own or my own, we have created rules that have gone by the wayside just because they don't make sense for our like daily life. But I remember all of them. Right. Like that's what's so bad about it is I'm like, remember when that used to be a rule? It's not though, right? It's not. It's probably not but, anymore. But even worse, like it's it sort of hanging in limbo. Yeah, it's like, is it a rule? Did you ever do it? And are we still doing it? What if I do it tomorrow? Am I if in I, trouble should then? Should I try it? Right. Are you going to be mad quietly? <laughs> right. Well, so I'm glad you bring that up, okay? Because that's where like the other key feature of WeMinder is such a big deal. Um it's called the mood thermometer. And what the mood thermometer is, is it's kind of like the clean, dirty magnet on your dishwasher, but it's for your feelings. Not yeah. just the bottom, not just the little, but the top, their feelings too, okay? Um, so here, I'll, I'll give you a, a, a good real-world example of this thing in effect. Um, so, you know, my wife Missy works in medicine. She's a very demanding, very exhausting 12-hour-at-a-clip job that she does in medicine. Mm. And so sometimes she'll be a third of the way through her day, and shit is just going pear-shaped real bad, right? And she's fried. And so she'll go into the mood thermometer and tap the overwhelmed icon, right? And and tell me why she's overwhelmed, because things are going bad at the hospital, and I'm really exhausted, and I have a terrible headache, whatever. And WeMinder then texts me, And I go into the mood thermometer and tap on it, and it inverts colors and texts her back and lets her know, I know. Oh, that's good. That's lovely. And I think that's such a good example because it shows how important it is for the top using the app to be able to feel that vulnerability and then to have actual physical evidence that they've been heard. Right. Because then what happens, right, is she comes home from her job and I put hot dinner on the table and rub her feet and like draw a bath for her and don't jump all up in her business about take care of me and do this to me and diaper me and sex thing and blah, 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 blah. I don't do that Mm -hmm. because she needs me. It's time for me to take care of her. And I then do so. Right. Um, That's so good. Yeah, it's it's super important. One of the things that gets lost, and we've talked about this on the podcast before, but one of the things that gets lost, I think, in some uh, BDSM-style relationships, where you, especially those where you're not in really a switch dynamic very often or ever, is that the person who is topping or the dominant um, also has a full, rich suite of feelings and needs and I- exhaustions and sometimes needs boundaries and blah, blah, blah. And that can be really hard. But if you have a sort of day-by-day tool by by which to share commu- – it's just communication. Because you, you could likewise also – you could say, yes, I recognize that. And also, I'm having a total shit day and want nothing more than to be diapered and babied. Yeah. At least now you both know. Exactly. It's so easy – Uh, In the busy, you know, internet-connected, smart device-connected world that we live in, for 
your your communications get lost in the like signal to noise ratio of your day. You know, mm-hmm. people get hundreds of text messages. There's dozens of emails, if not more, all phone calls, all, all kinds of like noise. But this thing, it's a secure channel where it won't get lost. Yeah, it's it's there. You can see it. Right. She, she knows not. I know. I know not only that she's overwhelmed, but she knows exactly the time of day when I saw it. Yeah, exactly. To the second. It, it, it's wild because I think about so work is, let's say, 10 hours a day of my life. Right. It, the other 14, the most important factor in how the other 14 are going to go is my communication and connection with my partner. And the irony is that I get so overwhelmed by the 10 that I, I fail to communicate the five seconds worth of information. <laughs> yes. That would make the other 14 go really well. So I, I love that this sort of asynchronous approach allows me to drop that information in when when I can and have it acknowledged when she can and that we can end up on the same page despite not having the time to talk to one another. Yeah, I love that. That's, it's, and that's not the only – I'm going to get super nerdy here. That's not the only use case here either, okay? Um, during the pandemic – so WeMinder came out uh, November 1st. And uh, it has grown every month it's been out between 18 and 25 percent every month. Wow. Yeah. Um, and one of the ways that I, I, I'm honestly surprised it happened uh, that people use it is there are professional caregivers who offer remindering to other people at a distance, right? So they'll be like, you're going to pay me X, and I'm not involved, so I don't know what it is, uh, every week or month to be your nanny, mommy, auntie, whatever, and you will get the reminder subscription, and I will manage your chart for you and tell you how you're doing with your behavior and, like, give you sort of maternal life coaching. Like, that's really a thing. Um, and there's a number of people doing it. It's really great. Wow, that's kind of an that's an interesting sort of offshoot. I don't know that you, yeah. If if I would have predicted that, but that's very cool. That is very very cool. Yeah. So, so it launched in November. Yeah. Where are you right now in terms of uh, people being able to access it, buy in, try it out? Okay. Distribution, etc. Yeah. What's the best way to find it, too? That's probably the best way to ask that question. Well, okay. So I'm going to send you right now a link that you can put in your show notes. <laughs> show notes <laughs> to the to the WeMinder landing page. Um, so part of how I built WeMinder is it's what's called a responsive web app. It looks like it's an app that you'd find in the App Store, but it, but it's not. It's a it's a web page that runs on anything. It'll run on your smartphone, whether it's iOS or Android, your tablet, your desktop. It'll run on your like smart refrigerator, although that would be weird. Don't do that. <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of cool. Well, I mean, but children, you know, think of the children. Um, <laughs> and and uh, you, you just follow that link and go to the web page and you sign up for an account um, and, and you're good. Okay. And the way it works is that um, both people have to have accounts, but accounts cost you nothing. Um, but a chart between any two people is a subscription, but only one of those people has to pay for it. Oh. And it doesn't have to be the top that pays for it. The bottom could pay for it. And you can have multiple charts. I myself have three. Uh, I have mine with uh, my wife and two where I'm the big to two other littles. Mm-hmm. And I, I wanted to make it 
reasonable, cheap, like like kind of Snickers bar money. So the way it works is when you sign up for your subscription, you get two weeks to try it for nothing, and then it's six ninety five a month. And if you get more than one chart that you own that you're the subscriber, you get a discount, and additional charts are five ninety five a month. Ah, okay. So you're really paying by the chart. But That's with it. a decreased cost for more than one. Correct. Correct. And, and, and a chart, it sounds like, is not just the mood chart or just the behavior chart. It's the entire bundle of behavior and mood and communication tools. It's everything. It's the whole enchilada. And, and, and the thing about that, too, right, is that WeMinder is what's called a software as a service. So I'm always tinkering with it and increasing it and making new features. Um, and there's no extra charge for them either. So, like, a thing that I just did is I refactored WeMinder so that it uses true SMS notifications. So, like, there's a, a, a WeMinder phone number, and it texts you, which means that you can give it its own ringtone for special handling on your phone, which is good. Yeah, that's good. And it makes the, the notifications more reliable. Um, but one of the things I also added was a thing called discrete mode. And what that is, discrete mode is a thing that you can turn on in your in your chart, okay? And when you when you do, actually, I'm just going to pull WeMinder up so I can read you a sample from it. Uh, let's see, charts, options, discretion, yeah. So like in like there there are two modes. There's obvious mode and discrete mode. And so like in obvious mode, you you, you know you might see. You know, RNT entered a new good behavior. RNT entered a new misbehavior. Come in as a text message to you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In discrete mode, it'll say RNT created a new entry. Oh yeah. With a plus sign or a minus sign. So that way, if like someone's shoulder surfing, which they shouldn't, it's rude, but whatever, they're not going to see like these these spicy kinky messages. They're going to see the the sanitized ones. That's really helpful. So you've got really two levels of notification protection because you've got the. The one that I would set on my phone, let's say I, I put this number on like a quiet you know, mode or whatever, because it's its own unique phone number, and I could set it in the app. Cool. Now, what do you have? Um, do you have any ideas in mind for what you're going to do with WeMinder next? Do you have anything that you're excited about adding? Oh, my God, yes. So I'm just starting something really big, um, which is that like a chore and task module. Because um, if, you, if you think about the way the chart works right now, it's about what's happening right now or already happened. You know, uh, R&T was a good girl. R&T was a bad girl. R&T got a reward. R&T got a punishment. Right? But the chore tasking is about things that you're on the hook to do. Um, so behaviors that you would want to do, like make the bed, brush your teeth, wear a diaper to bed, whatever. Right. Um, the, the top can enter these behaviors and it's all going to be predicated in the space of like a recycling week. So is this a behavior that you would need to do just on Monday or every day, you know, Tuesdays and Thursdays, just Saturdays, whatever. Um, and there's this sort of countdown timer running all the time in the app. So when you look at your phone, you can see, well, I have these four things I have to do today. And actually, this one's due in an hour, right? And as right. it gets closer and closer, when you are getting to the point that you might bust your deadline, it'll text you, hey, you only have 30 minutes to do this. Um, and if you bust the timer, if you 
just don't get to it, then you get an unscored misbehavior that then RY has to score, right? Oh, yeah, that's great. There you get context, right? And if you do the behavior, you know, that creates an unscored good behavior. This is so, we are going to use the shit out of this feature. It's kind of like my, um, I have a a kid's watch, like I have a Garmin Jr. um, on my arm, and it's got this thing where you have, like, chores and you're, but it's not the same, like, I have to earn points, so I can earn points if I want to, like, get a special coffee or like but you have to earn so many points but but, but it's not integrated into your general no, behavior no 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 it's just it's just on my watch that tells me how many steps i take well and the other problem the other problem with things like that is that kind of like behavior economy model is inherently transactional and mm-hmm. that can make you feel really cheap and dirty mm. not in a good way yeah agreed not, not in the hot way right right Right. Oh, I I didn't make the bed 37 times, so I don't get to have my vagina fingered. Like, no, that's awful. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's kind of you're right. Absolutely right. Yeah, that's good. So so when when do you expect that that uh, that feature might launch? Oh, it's a good question. Um, I literally broke code ground on it uh, yesterday. Uh, I'm going to give myself 90 days to get that thing out the door. Great. So maybe next next three months. Yeah, we're we're in. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yeah, we're totally in. So if folks want to find it, we we will put it in the show notes. But uh, if you wanted to just check it out, info dot that's reminder with a w dot app forward slash home. We'll get you there. And uh, Mako, any anything that you would encourage or or say to other makers who maybe know a whole lot about apps or coding or software development who are kind of sitting on the fringe of the community thinking man i just i want to offer something i just want to get involved absolutely um my my best advice to you is that the path to to excellence travels squarely through sucking um you you, 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 you have to just take your first step and see what happens right and like there's evidence of that in my life, okay, in, in other things that are out there, okay? If you go and listen to, say, episode one of the Big Little Podcast versus, I don't know, episode 85, um, boy, episode one's a whole lot clunkier, right? Yeah. If you read Auntie Eva's Border, my first book, and then go read Concerning Littleton, Concerning Littleton is like eight times better a book, mm. in, my, in my opinion. Yeah, and I'll say the same for me and literally everything I've ever yeah, done. Yeah, I was going to say everything, I can anything I can think of that... I've done that's worth doing has been a journey like that. It's been bad and bad and bad, and then it's gotten a little bit better until it's good. I'm only so, going to disagree with you a little teeny bit. Every single jingle you ever made for us uh, and and Radiant and Dip Shop, like, all are heart-stoppingly brilliant. Oh, thank They're you. They're so good. Thank yeah, but you. that wasn't our first take. You don't have- <laughs> <laughs> Totally fair. I mean, but I have written hundreds of terrible songs, and... I, I have a whole folder of terrible songs. It's true, and I've written terrible writings, but it's it's because we go to each other and he'll go, da da is that good? And I'll be like, no. no. And I'll be like, I wrote this poem, and he'll be like, that's kind of contrived. And yeah, I'll be like, okay, great, terrible. I won't tell anybody about it then. I, I totally agree with you, Mako. It's, it's really funny, okay? Like, two of my beta testers, um, when I first had them in there working with the thing, you know, on the behavior chart, there's a, a history that shows you a certain number of actions, you know, prior to where the behavior is now, right? And I had that set at 20 for, like, months. And the two of them came to me, and they were like, 
Mago, that's not going to do it. Um, so now it's like 50 <laughs> for the same reason. Yep. I love that. I'm, so, I mean, I, I hear the advice of like, it's going to suck for a while. I also am wondering, you told a story of 20 years of insight that led to this. What do you do with the folks who just have a seed of an idea or maybe are looking for a seed of an idea but really want to serve the community? <sighs> well, I mean, I would say take that thing and break it down to its simplest drives. You know, like think about what you want to make. But then also think about why you want to make it and see if you can fulfill that why in different ways. Mm. You know, Um, like look at the podcast. The podcast, you know, came to be because I wanted to do something meaningful with Spacey. Um, And we'd been teaching together at events for a long time. But, you know, you can only do that a couple of times a year. I was like, we need to spin this differently because uh, it's not enough for me. Yeah. And boy, you even started this podcast with why first, right? Like the very first thing you said about WeMinder was, well, here I was on the side of this lake and we had this revelation and here's all the problems with how we do it today. So I'm right there behind you. I mean, every great idea starts with an insight and a need. So if you are somebody who knows how to do coding or software development or app development or anything in that field, which I know nothing about, um... And, and you see a need, just start asking, wait, how how might what I do serve this? And frankly, that goes beyond software development. I mean, it's the same for musicians and writers and builders. And if you, if you know how to make anything and you spot a need, I love that question is how, how might these two things be connected? Well, and I, th- I think there's a kind of humility there too, right? Because um, what you think is the answer today three months from now or six months from now or 20 years from now probably won't be the same answer. Like you got to be willing to be wrong and learn from it. Yep. The one, the one software venture that I set out on, I saw a very clear need. I built a very cheap prototype and then I spent $15,000 learning that it wasn't a good software idea and pivoted to something which was actually about teaching and education, not about making an app. So I totally, absolutely agree. You have to be willing to say, you know, that original thought I had, the need still isn't met. So let me revise the thought. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You, pain is a teacher, a really good teacher. Yeah. If you listen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mako, this has been such a pleasure. Thank you very much for joining us. And I know we'll have you on not only for future uh, WeMinder releases, but for all the many wonderful things that you're making. r anything else we should talk? No, just thank you. Thank you. I always love talking to you. We both do. You know, I adore you guys. Anytime you want, I'll come talk. Yay. Maybe next time you can come here and do it in person. Come visit. In our our creepy third floor studio. Of our creepy murder castle. Our studio attic murder castle studio. Uh, I'm totally wearing a t-shirt because I know it's hot as balls in there, too. It is. is, I am sweating. It is very hot here. Well, uh, this is Mako. We're going to put the link in the show notes, but we're in the middle of our Makers series. We would love to hear from you if you're somebody who either has a question about, um, well, really anything. It is an advice podcast. But if you do have a question about getting involved as a maker, specifically, you can send it to us. We are on... Um, Fat Life, you can just write to me, Resonant Yes. You can also find us on Tumblr, resonantyes.tumblr.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Resonant Yes. Or you can email 
to loveinbrief at gmail.com. Also, just a friendly reminder that uh, if you or somebody you know could benefit from reading the show in addition to or instead of listening to it, go to transcripts.loveandbrief.com, where our brave scribes are constantly working hard to make accessibility an option um, via transcripts. So um, I think that's it. RNT, anything else we should talk before we close? Mm, I think we've said it all. All right. I'm going to go start uh, we minding and see if we can work up some spankings on this end. This has been another (laughs) episode of Love in Brief.